Evo, did you hear about the guy with the small wiener that sounds like an owl? No. You didn't hear about him? No. Who was he? <laughs> Who? Who? Okay, so that's a <laughs> great start. Um, welcome to Straight to TV. Uh, thank you guys for chiming in. Not literally chiming in. Tuning in. There we go. Do you call it tune anymore? I mean, it's a fucking podcast. Thank you for streaming. Yeah, streaming thank in. you for streaming. Thank you for listening. Yeah, this is also free to stream, just like most of the movies that we review. Not truly right. tr- free, but in the grand scheme of things, nothing's fucking free because you have to have a phone, you have to have a you know, internet account, something like that to stream podcasts. Yeah, something. I don't fucking know. Oh, we're offensive. Ah, fuck it. You guys should figure it out from the E. Um, for for explicit. So, what, for what? <laughs> for erotic. Not for erotic. everyone. Remember, I thought of a correction, but all right. Remember the curtain in the back of the video store? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought we were reviewing those types of movies. Those didn't go straight to TV. <laughs> That was behind the curtain. Oh, okay. So, Victor, let's remind everybody what we what we watched. Parasite. And thank you for missing a week, Victor. So, we are delayed on our original <laughs> 4 2 4 plan or whatever the fuck it was for this season or 4 4 4. Um, so we're actually going to be watching three scary movies if we feel adventurous and feel like Turkey Day can tie into a scary movie, which we might be able to do. Um, we're going to be sticking with three horror films. This season, I don't feel like we've even done a horror film yet. You're probably not That's wrong. It, this was more one like was even labeled terror or not terror. It was like it was like suspense comedy or some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I, another... you know what? I I saw a lot of people flagging this as black comedy, and I did not. I did not get that at all. Oh, we have when, to remember they, it's a culture difference, it, right? And I, I was wondering, black comedy. Does that just mean like? What what is that black really people. mean? That's not like Nadia. Yeah, it's not the not the nutty professor. Like it's dark humor. Okay. Which I could okay. see why they yeah. label it that. Yeah. Um it's it's an interesting film. Uh who wants to do the uh uh synopsis no all lies. Ooh. I'm not ready, but I feel like I could have got a good one. Yeah. You did or you do? Because mm. Can I can I say mine and then you go with yeah, yours? Yeah, go for it. Diva. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so this family is inside a house and they borrow everything that the uh, host family, so to speak, has. And at the end of it, they take over the house. But they never did. No they spoilers. Can't. No spoilers. That's not a spoiler. This is kind of like I know what you did last summer. Meets. Um... Civil War. You talking about Marvel? I mean, there was a very um like upper class versus lower class. Yeah, yeah I could see that um, theme of the movie. I, I think there was a big um actual like meaning theme and yeah that was portrayed in the movie. I I, think, I was thinking along the lines of the borrowers. If you guys remember that movie, I don't actually. Oh, so there, there so uh, they were comparing this to a movie that. Was, is it Key or Peel directed? Key, Key and Peel. Or which one? Which one is the director? For this one? No, he one of Key and Peel, the comedy skit duo. One of them's like a he's directing a lot of movies. It's Key, and he did a a movie with uh, two families that kind of mirror each other. Isn't this kind of have like a uh, almost like 
a Korean spin on, oh my gosh, what's the name of the movie where the it's the black people go to the like black guys dating white girlfriend? Uh, get, out. get out, get out. Kind of has like a Korean spin on like that kind of feel. Yeah, the the director said when he saw that movie, he was like, "These movies are almost identical." Like he's like, "I feel like they had a lot in common." Well, I mean, if you you haven't seen many Korean films, Victor, but Devo and I have seen a couple, especially yeah. on like the horror side, and they're very like deep, and they make you feel very uncomfortable and uneasy. Like you just. You you kind of the whole time you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen, but something's gonna way happen. Way. You just don't know when. The the artist would probably tell you that's the point. It is, and I think Koreans are just better than that, better than us at that. Yeah, no, I I agree. I, I think we could try to uh, milk the cash cow, and we just push out content to push out content. Absolutely, and I think there's a lot of that, especially with all these streaming platforms competing against each other. It's a quantity over quality. Yeah, it, this movie and in, in, in cinematic storytelling was was a masterpiece. Yes, the acting was like B rate U.S. movie acting, but, but probably the movie was well written and well produced. Yeah, no, I think everything had a meaning. The way they, you know, shot the, every cinematic view, every scene, you know, every angle was part of the the story. I will say Korean actors seem to be better at acting really weird than they do normal. <laughs> Just There's one actor cultural, I have in mind uh, that I'm sure you guys can think of right now, but he did a great job of acting the part. He was absolutely batshit crazy. But in, in the sense of, is that how rich people really act, though? And is I, that how the batshit and crazy in I that think culture? in third world countries, yes. Even though you could argue Korea isn't necessarily as third world as a lot of other countries, but it's still pretty third world. But they definitely mm-hmm. distinguish between what was, uh, you know, high class versus low. When you talk about like countries and like we talk about the middle class a lot, right? Right. Well, in those, like a lot of Asian countries, you're either rich or you're poor. Like there's, you either serve rich people or you are a rich person. Like the right. middle class is much smaller. Yeah, I, I guess I'm thinking of when you when you put it that way. I'm thinking of like Dubai or something. Yeah, like that. no, that like a lot of African countries have those issues. And I'm not trying to be negative or anything, but it's just kind of a fact. Like you know, we complain about that the you know the rich are too rich and the poor. We need to help the poor, but there are a lot of countries that that's a much worse issue than the U.S. We're very fortunate. Right, and it, I think it also goes uh, with how we are in general. We're not as, uh, uh, well, I guess cultured would end up being the word for it. We don't we don't know what's really going on in the other countries and everything, and so then you or watch a movie like to? this. Yeah, but it, isn't well, that kind of like the point of this movie, right? Yeah, I think so. That That's what I was kind of trying to get to. They had no idea what the poor was. We can get into that after the spoiler wall, but I feel like that was the point of this movie that the rich or maybe first world countries have no idea of the struggles of the actual third or lower class. Right. Yes. And I think I think to your point, Victor, everything had a purpose in this movie and it just showed like it was basically like just the overall struggle of the poor in that country, I think. How much you yeah. want to bet that the director did not come from a wealthy background 
No, I, I think that's why he's was, trying to tell his story. Yeah. Was, what was he Tommy name? Wiseau? No. Tommy Wiseau. He didn't sell a bunch of leather jackets. <laughs> Maybe a lot of flags for countries. I don't know. What comes out of Korea? <laughs> I feel like I've seen Korea on flags. Mitsubishi. Oh, and Isn't, you have uh, Kia Hyundai? and uh, Hyundai. But I mean, like, what what products? You know when you buy a product and you look at the tag, it's like you have Indonesia on, like, a lot of shirts. You, you have, have China. You have China. I have seen Korea made in Korea. I have I too, but I feel like it's, it's like flags. plastic. I, I, I wasn't sure if it was plastic. I don't like a lot electronics, like your TVs, your oh, it's Samsung, right? That's is, that's Korean. No. Yeah, I was I was gonna say Toshiba, but I think Toshiba is uh, Japan. Toshiba is Japan. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's it's interesting. The like how they yeah, it's a terrible pop. Yeah, it's a horrible pop. They did not fit the corks well into these bottles of whiskey. By the um, way, if you haven't heard our podcast as well, uh, we do drink some whiskey while uh, doing these reviews. Mm-hmm. We drink whiskey a lot of the time. So, Diva, I think you're the most common whiskey drinker. Mm, probably. Victor splits it between whiskey, uh, bourbon and Tecate. I like Tecate. I don't like Tecate. Corona Pacifico? I think we'd be like a Modelo Corona family. Dos Equis or no? My wife likes Dos Equis. I do like Dos Equis. I'd probably buy something else before it. Really? I probably It's probably like the most whitewashed Mexican beer. That's probably why I like it. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with Dos Equis. I mean, I I feel like Corona is just so just iconic. Is it like the... Budweiser of Mexico? No, actually, the Budweiser. No, yeah, it's like the Budweiser of Mexico, and then Bud Light's like Tecate, even though they're Tecate. Or Pacifico. Light. <laughs> I don't like my one of my good friends like Pacifico, but I just I don't know. It's Corona uh, I Modelo. Say, There's, I probably don't really grab anything else. I, sure. I, I feel like uh, the Bud Light is uh, Pacifico, but that's just me. I know it's weird because I'm a Bud Light kind of guy, but like I swear every other person I meet is Coors Light. Yeah, we're we're definitely more Coors Light than we are Bud Light. There's there's a it's certain easier bite drinker. that I don't. Yeah, there's a certain bite that Bud Light has that I don't necessarily like. If I'm being blunt, Coors Light just ties better with beer pong, and I think that's why we always had it. Because Bud Light has kind of a slightly odd aftertaste that Coors Light doesn't. And when you're drinking, you know, two cans in a game. But if I'm not having people over and I'm buying beer for myself, I'm buying heavy. Oh, for yeah. sure. I'm not going to get. In terms of. IPAs all the way. Or, no, me. no, no. Like original Budweiser, original Coors. Oh, I gotcha. Oh, okay. I think that's more of like a kickback drink. But we're talking about alcohol now. That's our rabbit hole. Um, we fall into a lot of rabbit holes. Devo, rate the movie. Yeah. Oh, going straight into the rating rather than doing oh, the actual oh, what synopsis? the actual synopsis is. So family kind of down on their luck. Everybody's unemployed. Try and find work and ways to make ends meet. So they make like pizza boxes, all sorts of dumb, like what we would consider dumb things. Right. And then mm-hmm. also very unsanitary that they're right. making these pizza boxes in the places that they are and then giving them or not pizza boxes, but like food boxes. They did look like fucking pizza boxes, though. They did look like yeah, pizza they were boxes. pizza boxes. Were they? Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's what the subtitles ended up saying. Pizza boxes. Okay. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Um, and then the so, daughter ended up having a brilliant idea. Uh, 
did she or did the son? Maybe it was the son, but she the was son the got one the... that was able to get it rolling. Well, he was the one that, without the son, the daughter never would have had a, had anything to do with the plane. Oh, yeah, you're right. Right, because, so basically, this guy had a really well-off friend who was very successful, went to, like, their large, you know, University of Seoul, uh, successful there, and so he was leaving for the summer and had a crush on this girl that he was um, tutoring and asked his friend to tutor for him while he was gone over the summer. And uh, so he goes and tutors for this rich family for this daughter who is like 16. There's some like this shit would not have flown in the U.S., by the way, but we'll get into that later. Um, so then they concoct a plan to get the whole family to take over all of the roles within this household, this rich household who they had someone to do everything for them. All and of the then, server roles. Yeah, server, cleaner, uh, driver, tutors. Everything was basically done for them. Um, and kind of the process of what they experienced while doing it. And then, of course, like every other dark comedy some weird shit has to happen and uh and then you get the finish which kind of off the wall is it a twist or do you think it's just off the wall i think it's it's not really i guess it was unexpected because you didn't really well the very ending was a twist yeah i don't i feel it's kind of like it it is like oh shit I'll get to my review. I'll tell you okay. how I feel about it. So that that's kind of the breakdown of the movie. Only negatives I... Well, there are a few negatives in there, but overall, the most difficult thing about it is you do have to pay attention the whole time because they don't have dubbing in this movie and you have to read. Right. So that was probably the biggest annoyance of the movie for me is you couldn't like not pay attention 100% of the time. Yeah, but I mean, I, f- I feel like that's how it is for a lot of the um, Korean films that we've at least witnessed or watched. Well, I think that's a lot of foreign films in general, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I guess I'm only saying Korean because <laughs> that's the only one yeah. outside of uh, Dark from Net uh, Netflix. Actually, there are a couple Indian films that I believe are very... They are Indian they like what Eastern European borderline like Asia areas and they have a few really dark horror films. They say there's one horror film out of, I fucking can't remember. I don't know if it's India or a country near India and I want to watch it and I was going to, but then it was the whole thing was subtitled. Oh, gotcha. So I didn't end up watching it, but I do need to get to that eventually. I can't remember the name of the movie. Hopefully I remember next episode or I find it. But that was my biggest complaint. Uh, Diva, you want to go ahead and jump into your review? Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. Um, So I'm going to give this a stream it. And I'm going to give this actually a a four. Because it it was definitely suspenseful at times. Um, And it it captured me, so to speak. Outside of the fact that I had to read everything, all the dialogue. But uh, it definitely had some twists turns and um you know you're you're sitting there you're you're dealing with the anxiety of a certain point within the film that 
the family is uh experiencing and i i i thought it was uh like i said enjoyable uh to an extent of you know i i do like thriller i do like horror um not i wouldn't say that this is a horror film uh anything yeah suspense definitely um i I wouldn't say that this is comedy though but then again i it probably is in korea yeah yeah, I there, think if the you the break... uh like if you were to understand Co- Korean, then you may understand some of the jokes and all of that. So there's a little bit of nuance when it comes to not getting the full aspect of it, since since you're having to read it. Yeah, there's that, but I think also like we can't truly like understand what they went through. Right. Because we do not come from the same country as well as uh, we came from middle class families. Right. Um, So we, you know, we're never worried about a meal. We're never trying to like find a job to make ends meet. We worked, but, you know, we didn't like have to necessarily like through high school, college, whatnot. But I think a lot of Koreans probably can relate. And then it makes it kind of funny. Because you you can relate to it, right? I didn't think about it that way. That's a, that's a good point, Robert. Yeah, we yeah. It's, I think if we came from like you know we were working random jobs and then an opportunity came up and then it just went to shit and you know struggling for Wi Fi service. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was fucking yeah. hilarious. <laughs> you know, I I totally now now you put in that in perspective. That's. They're probably that's probably funny to them. Where I was kind of like, oh man, that's a struggle. I guess these people are, and it might not be even. You know, you say these people are down on the luck on their luck, but this might be the average, you know, family Completely. in in the, this country. Agreed. Yeah, thinking of like Sao Paulo, like with the yeah. Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, I love how you're going to bring in Brazil. I yeah, I was going to, but it's also just because of uh, how the. Um, houses were all kind of like put together and within the hill and everything like that. Yeah. Well, I, it was kind of interesting that the rich people live on the hills and all the poor live in like the valley of that area. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. when they like panned out and everything, it it made me think of that as well. So Gotcha. I think it's just you see more Sao Paulo in movies. Yeah. Like Brazil, like South America. I don't think there are many films filmed in Korea outside of um yeah. outside of Korean movies. Just a thought. Right. I can't I gotcha. remember if I poured the if I'm still on the small batch smoke wagon or if I went to the uncut unfiltered. How'd you like the uncut unfiltered? It's it's good. How much is the bottle? So for the this fuck, I don't know what I have. <laughs> God damn it. For the I uncut haven't hit unfiltered. the uncut unfiltered yet. Are you sure? So I can taste it and tell you you, because I've had both. um, For those of you that have are are interested in whiskey, you should definitely listen to our other podcasts. Like Devo said, small batch. Yeah. Um, But we're, we're drinking smoke wagon, which is a Las Vegas product. Um, Las Vegas bourbon. And uh, we have the full lineup here. The, the shit, the straight bourbon is $30. The small batch is about fifty, and the uncut and filtered is about seventy. Okay, not too bad in terms of uh, prices. No, I think the the bourbon 
the the straight bourbon whiskey and the uncut unfiltered fall in line with a lot of other bourbons. I think this small batch is slightly high for a small batch whiskey. Okay. But they have badass bottles. Um, I'd recommend trying them if you get the opportunity to buy them. But yeah, so that's the pricing. 30, 50, 70 basically. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, Victor, what's your review? You want, you want me to go into well, it first? I, I was going to say, oh. Rob, you didn't want to go before Victor? No, I want... Oh, Victor you want me to go, Victor? No, 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 I'll go because I want to pick a Devo a little bit. Oh, okay. all right. So this movie won Best Picture of 2019 or 2020? 2019 That's a great question. was when it was released. It, it won Best Picture one of those years, right? What has what, like a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes? And, Div- and like four out of five on IMDb? And Devo gave it a four. I did. I give it a four. And I, I, I love this perspective, right? Because there's two type of moviegoers, right? There's a moviegoer that's going to just watch a movie. I think they said your average moviegoer goes to the movies like mm, four times a year, right? Once every three months. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like, you know, those types of people are just going to go watch your blockbusters, right? They're going to yeah. watch two summer movies or probably watch a, some movie during Christmas time. And then some random, probably rom-com around Valentine's Day. Yeah. And it sounds like Devo falls into that category. Oh, okay. And But I think there's like, you know, you got your movie snobs and you got your average moviegoer. And I think Devo fits your average moviegoer with that score pretty well. Probably. I think I probably, you were, Victor, I think you watch the most, like you're the most likely to watch random movies. Because you have kids and you you know you're up late at night watching TV trying to wind down. There's this actually super random movie that it's on YouTube and um, it has a, what's his name, um, Al Bundy. What's his name? Oh, I can't remember his name. Oh, I can't either. Say it. I'm gonna Charles. Oh wait, he's not here. It, it's called Weird City. I really want to watch it. Okay, but I I do think you know I'm I'm hoping this podcast is kind of lean to those average moviegoers. We're not movie snobs. We're not breaking this movie down cinematically. And I, I do want to appreciate I, I appreciate that, Devo. And I do that think I, like oh sorry. That Devo. I'm an average that I'm an average uh moviegoer. No, I think I think it shows like this is like the best movie that year, but you're saying, hey, the four. It's a good movie, watch it. But, you know I think go, it's go, culture. Go watch A Team, you know, like Yeah. Well, and, and I, I think that it is, it's more on culture because I don't understand it fully type of thing. I mean, they, they definitely depicted um, probably what they were wanting to in terms of uh, the difference between high class versus the low class of, of Korea. I agree. And the struggles that they, they have to to uh, come across. I agree with that. Go ahead, Victor. So what's your what's your rating? God, it's so hard. I... I... I loved 90% of this movie. Okay. There were some weird things that happened. You're like, why the fuck did they do that? But yeah. it's probably funny for Koreans. Yeah, and I, and that really puts it in perspective for me that you, you put it that way because I really thought this movie was executed in, in terms of storytelling to perfection. I, I can't pick out a, a flaw, but the story itself, I, I didn't love it. it. It was kind of choppy. And yeah. Go ahead, Victor. I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, because you you got this upper class versus lower class theme, which I think was great. But that's not a like you said. That's not a story that I I don't relate to the story probably the well as well as people from Korea. If we were all brothers and we were poor, 
we would try and pull some bullshit like this off though. But I, I love that about this movie. I hate reading. I hate reading subtitles. I'd rather dub the movie. And I was invested really, really into this movie. Like I almost, I didn't watch this movie with my wife and I was probably like, I think he'd love this movie. The whole family manipulation thing, the whole, the, the fact that they were just like this unmotivated, pardon my language, piece of shit family, right? Oh, they were like super, like they didn't give a shit about any of the outcomes. Right. No matter yeah. who it hurt, as long as they were, they benefited. They from were it. better off. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So there, there's this kind of like the, the parasite theme, right? So they, they didn't want to do anything for themselves, but the the moment they could cut a corner and be manipulative and an opportunity came up, they jumped on it. And that might be culture in Korea, right? Yeah. That, yeah. And that, that was my question too. Cause like parasite, like I was thinking, especially since it was a thriller slash comedy or however you want to put it, I was thinking someone was going to one be, too many rivers. Uh, well, no, I was <laughs> for, well, yeah, I guess I was thinking along the lines that they were infected by a parasite and it was going to, you know, change their whole characteristics and everything like that. And that never happened, but I was still invested. So it, it I don't know if it's just in terms of um, translation, but yeah. But, you know, I, I loved the symbolism in the movie. I loved how the symbolism. Exactly. Turned into motifs and it just it, it was an artful presentation of storytelling yeah i love the symbiology as well right because you had the scent of smell and it, it just like it just he kept building on it and building on it and building on it you know you have this rock that just kind of just like has no purpose it came from a fucking lake or a river but i i heard that those rocks are were very popular in the 70s and 80s in korea like I mean, it was your family had one of those, bro. Fucking bunny feet were are considered lucky in the U.S. Yeah, we we all have our except for the bunny feet. We don't actually have them, but like in the seventies and eighties, people had foot. bunny feet on their fucking keychain mm-hmm. for luck. Everyone has their kinks. <laughs> yeah, true. So, Victor, I don't think you gave an actual score or whether you would stream it, skip it. I think this movie is worth a watch. I think it's, I think the, I, I definitely say stream it. I, I didn't love the, just the last quarter of the movie. I, Did I, you feel like it was more filler than anything else? No. Like we, but we've got to end it. I'll break the spoiler wall after I'll, I'll kind of get into it more, but it just, like Robert said, I just didn't relate. Yeah. I think that's the hardest thing is we, we can't relate well. But the execution on storytelling, I'd give it a five. I didn't love the story, so I'm going to end it at a 4.5. Okay. Okay. That's fair. And you say watch it now? Yeah. Go. I mean, if, I mean, you have to invest in it, right? Because you have to read. And it's what, two hours and 15 minutes, I think? Yeah. yeah but something I, like that. I think it's worth the investment. Probably should have been like an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. I, I think it, it could have cut down. But I... I love the whole family work as a team and be manipulative together. And like that was pretty cool. They're these laid this lazy ass family, and then they were working to their ass off. But they were doing the whole work smarter, not harder whole right. thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like they didn't earn it. They made it. They worked it. Yeah, yeah. 
I I love that part. They were, I love that theme in the movie. It, it was almost the American dream. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I fully agree with that, but I, I get where you're going with it, it out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it seems like it could. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to fall in line with you, Victor. So I think this movie was produced and written extremely well. I would argue that this was the best written and produced movie that we've done so far and probably a top five best produced films and best written films out there. Now I think the, the acting and the culture difference made it hard. Like you said, Victor to relate. I mean, I think we all said it, we can't really relate, but I think it still did well. Like this is probably, I loved the wailing, but I could argue that this movie was better than the wailing. I, I think you're right. I think you're right in terms of storytelling and everything like that. Because we were still, I, I watched The Wailing a second time, and I was still slightly confused. With... I think I've seen it three times. Oh, okay. I'm still confused by it. Now, I did see Parasite before this, and I mentioned on our last episode, I was the only one in the group that had seen Parasite. So you and Victor both were fresh to this. But I think I think this is for sure a five on like the production, the directing that side of it i think from an entertainment aspect and this brings it this gets brought down because of culture um the like having to read the whole fucking movie you couldn't even like read a text you know because if you read a text you just missed what the fuck they said and you can't really figure it out right but i i mean looking at how the movie flowed i think the the subtitles were pretty close like it it made sense nothing was like uh they fucked up on those subtitles i don't know though so i'm gonna give like the enjoyment factor like a four and then i'm gonna end up at a four and a half i think completely agree i think this is a this is definitely a stream it as soon as you can but make sure you set aside the time because if you don't, you're going to miss something and it's not going to be enjoyable. It's going to be like, you're going to think this is like a two to a three and be like, what the fuck's wrong with these guys? And that's just by missing like three minutes of the movie. Right. You, you can't miss any of this movie, in no, my opinion. No, definitely. No, no, you can't. You can't. There's definitely a lot of uh, stuff that's going on that you kind of, you or not kind of, you have to understand. Um basically the the chronological order of it type of thing so if you miss the three minutes and you're like wait why are they there or why yeah 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 it's just and like i think the you kind of have to follow along with the what they say more than a lot of movies because they're Mm -hmm. being so manipulative and like how and and again too the culture or not the culture but the the high class, low class, right? Like you miss certain things from there. How they spoke was completely different. I mean, there are comments about how they smell, that they smell poor. <laughs> right. So like that you kind of have to follow along with. And I will say like, if you were to think of a rich family, they talk about how they're poor, but for the majority of the time, they're very respectful of their workers like they aren't they don't take advantage of them they are respectful of them the right rich, yeah they're, right? they're, they're yeah family. yeah there's definitely a, a certain amount of respect going between the two um classes 
before we break the spoiler wall, I feel like the little kid was you as a kid, Diva. Oh shit! No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have pointed out things like that. I disagree with his respect comment, but I think I need to break the spoiler wall to talk about it. The what? The respect comment. Okay. Um. All so right. we're gonna go ahead and break this spoiler wall. If you guys do, I we recommend. I think all three of us recommend you watch this before listening to our full rundown. Um, right. This also gives us two listens. No, I'm just fucking kidding. Um, well, I don't know if it does. <laughs> I've still tried to. I've still tried to figure it out. But I think once you listen to it, it's downloaded. And then if you listen again, it was already downloaded, so it doesn't download again. So we don't get credit anyway. But I think we just get the unanimously. You need to watch this before going through the spoilers because if you do listen to the spoilers, it will not be as enjoyable going back through it. Yeah, this is not a movie I'm going to watch again. I actually will say I caught on to a few things that I didn't the first time, and I did invest time in it, and I actually grew to like this movie more the second time, and talking through it with you guys, right, I liked it a lot more than I liked it in the past because I thought The Wailing was significantly better than this movie. But I think overall, this movie is much better than The Wailing. Or not much better, but it's better than The Wailing. Yeah, I mean... I think there's an argument for both sides, but that's just my opinion. So, uh, Victor, do you have like a... uh, Oh my gosh, we should do like shanties for the spoiler wall. We should just start coming up with shanties. What's a shanty? That's like the... There once was a man who went to see... Like the old like Irish... like Irish whiskey... Uh, bar scene, see, like pirate. The podcast that watch shit movies. Yeehaw, <laughs> yeehaw. <laughs> I think it's. I think we we cross. Yeah. Line. Uh, wait, which line? Like that we shouldn't have crossed the line, or we're already past the spoiler wall. Both. We hopped the wall. Both. We sang oh. over it. I, no, I was wondering it. if people were hungry and they wanted beef jerky. Bro, oh. I'm white. I can't relate. I've never had to jump a fence to get away from anyone. <laughs> That's how I got to this country. <laughs> There's a really good joke about that. I'd probably get in trouble for saying it, but here it is. You want me to why, say it? Why? Why? Uh, why doesn't Mexico have any good Olympic teams? Because they're already over here. Yeah. Everyone who can run, jump, and swim are already in this country. Yeah. yeah. Or there's the uh, why? What's Mexico's best Olympic team? What? What? Which team? Fencing. Fencing. Ooh. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I thought, or there's the, sorry, this is going like super <laughs> racial jokes, but what do you call but, a Mexican with, a uh, Mexican soccer player with no legs? What do you call it? Grassy ass. Ooh. Like, like gracias. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, much better joke once I figured it out. Or what do you call a Mexican <laughs> without a car? What? Joaquin. That's a good one. Yeah, sorry. So those are, uh, you know, because we have a Mexican in the group, it's okay, right? I don't know. What, is is it, uh, don't what know. do Mexicans cut their pizza with? Chopsticks? Little scissors. Little, Little Caesars? Caesars. Uh, Little Caesars. Okay. I thought there was like some like... No. Yeah. But again, <laughs> it, it, we talked about it in our Whiskey Biz podcast. Mexicans throw the best party, so cheers. Absolutely. Cheers. There, There is a Mexican whiskey that we haven't reviewed on the podcast yet. You can. I have a bottle. Buchanan's? No, that's Irish. I know, but Mexicans love Buchanan's. Do they really? Yeah, they do. Fuck's wrong with them? It is their go-to. Like they probably have that in their house that they have a whiskey. 
Is it huh. is it because it's sweeter? I don't know. I I just I just everybody's house I go to who's Hispanic has Buchanan. Is it available at all the Mexican markets? Is Probably. that why? Top shelf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay. So we're past the spoiler wall. So do we just walk through this movie and just give like the rundown start to finish? Yeah, we could. I just kind of pick things like funny things slash like. I don't see, but the thing is, I I think this movie just so well done. It's more of kind of like put piecing the puzzle pieces together, right? There, I mean, yeah, but I think to your point, like, so there, the I can't even remember the fucking opening scene, but basically they were at home, right? Yeah, they're trying to get Wi Fi. Yeah, 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 and that part. I think within the first five minutes, we see that they're actually putting the boxes together and everything and, and showing how hard oh, each yeah, they're family w- member is actually working. Yeah. To, they're to waiting make for a the couple cents. Message, right? Yeah. From the pizza place. Pizza and portal. They Wait, no, to, it's a pizza port. And then they're, pizza they're, port. they're so shit at making pizza boxes. They don't even do that right. <laughs> and they paid them 75%. For 10. Mm-hmm. No, they but, paid them 90%. Oh, you're for, right. But like seventy five percent were actually done right. God, how do you screw making pizza? That's how lazy. Well, they had a YouTube was. video up too, so that they can make them faster. How the hell? You need a YouTube video to figure out how to fold a box of pizza. Well, I mean, but to to do it fast, like the dad was going. He was the one that fast. fucked them all up. So I can yeah, relate he, to this yeah, because in junior high, I folded the pizza boxes for free lunch. For okay. free lunch, and it is not hard to fold a pizza box. I also worked at a pizza place. Well, it's like, I, was, I was gonna. I was wondering, was it like Little Caesars or something like that? Because I know, I, I, I had a few friends that worked at Little Caesars. Can I just say this bourbon, this uncut, unfiltered, and 114 proof, does not have much ethanol on it. No, not at all. I'm very surprised. Sorry, that shocked me. I'm shooken. Shaking. Shaking in my boots. Not stirred. Not not stirred. My boots. Oh, damn it. Ah, gotcha. <clears throat> See, that's what happens when you're remote. When you're in, you're on a delay. <laughs> I don't think he I think we're pretty on time Yeah he I haven't had a pause for him Normally we do But it seems like He's doing well Well thank you Appreciate <laughs> that um, Bro but it yeah, they like were it's like 100 proof It, it tastes good it, it, Sorry Devo it, But that's expensive isn't it 70 bucks I mean I, I have plenty of I think for a bourbon drinker 70 bucks is expensive When you look at like Good tequila, good uh, like scotch, good Irish whiskey. It's not that expensive. You could easily spend seventy bucks on like a bottle of Irish whiskey or scotch, especially in America. Well, yes, that's correct. We are in America. We have to pay import fees and all that shit. Right, but um, to go back to the family and how they were <laughs> going about, like you, you kind of got their whole mindset a little bit within the first seven minutes of the, the movie. Yeah, they're a lazy piece of shit family. How are you unemployed as a father? I don't know. That bothers me. But I then mean, again, it, it could be just uh, cultural. Luck. Yeah, and he could be down on his luck. And then we find out later that he was a driver. So he may have just been laid oh, off. Was he? Yeah. He said that he used to drive for... His cornering was amazing. He had <laughs> oh, yeah. a car before. But let let's start at the beginning of the movie, right? Could you did you guys pick up on there was three tiers, right? There was the upper class that lived on the hill. There was them that lived halfway in the ground, 
and then there was the in the ground people. Their their house. I felt was like they in were the ground, in the ground. Though. Yeah, but they were halfway. They were semi in the ground. Oh, because they could see the guy peeing outside their fucking window. And I think that's kind of what the quote was like. Even if you're semi in the ground, you're in the ground. I think they said that sometime in the movie. Yeah, D- yeah. Didn't you think? So I think this was right after they were doing all the pizza. No, this was while they were doing the pizza boxes. There was that dude driving around spraying pesticides. And they're just like, let it in, bro. (laughs) And the dad's like, yeah, let it in. It's free pest pest control. They dead ass just sat there. (laughs) Making the fucking pizza boxes while pesticides are flying all over them. And they're just breathing it in like nothing. Uh, It gets aired out in the truck. No, it doesn't. Yeah, no, I don't think that guy. I mean, that's not passing America. (laughs) No, that's like a D rating, especially not California. Have you seen all those YouTube videos where they like build shit out of pallets? Mm -hmm. And then I've seen like counter YouTube videos where like you don't know what those pallets were carrying. True. Like it could have been carrying pesticides. Like you don't want to make your furniture out of something that carries pesticides. I just but spray a bunch of Lysol on it. <laughs> I was going to say, if you that finish kills it, everything. it's fine. <laughs> Sand it down and finish it. Right? Yeah. it. Just, yeah, finish it with a urethane. That'll trap it in. <laughs> It'll just eat away at itself. Um, no, that's actually a good point. I think pallet wood furniture is pretty cool, though. I do think it's cool. I think yeah. the whole DIY and repurpose things is yeah. kind of cool. Completely agree. Um. So so they're getting sprayed with pesticides, which I died when I saw that. And and two, wasn't the pesticide like a, almost like yellow lime green color? Like a like it was a very apparent color. I I feel like it was also that the trick that kind of like Hitchcock used back in the day Milk with and water. Uh, well the the chocolate syrup being blood. Oh, type of type of situation. But that was in black and white movies. Yeah, I know, I know. But I mean, they had to exaggerate the the yellow or green. But maybe to... the shit they use is colored. But it was uh, just it was. I mean, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of funny. It's like bright ass color, and they're just breathing that shit in, looking like the you can't piss. have enough nose hairs <laughs> to filter that shit out. The whole pizza box thing's kind of weird to me. They they had to they had to make at least some money. Like how so, much, I mean, it makes sense. Like they they had two people get in this truck and pick up these goddamn pizza boxes. Well, they like, said could they, they had to fire their those, box maker. Could those two people not have made a significant amount of pizza boxes in the time it took to pick up, inspect and pay and return them and put them all away? Like, well, how many they fucking don't, they don't pizza have, boxes can you put in the back of a Ford Transit looking motherfucker? That's what car? I'm saying. Like well, they could have. Well, I don't they, think this was the most efficient way for pizza box. They had two employees in that truck. Yeah, but they, they also didn't have Domino's Pizza making their boxes. Have you seen those commercials where that one guy is the fastest pizza boxer? Fucking burns through those. But I think to your point, Victor, they probably have to pay like insurance to the people that go and pick the shit up. So because of like pesticides? we'll just say we'll just say the people that pick up make ten dollars an hour right but they can pay these people like two dollars an hour to do it because they're working from home doing it pre-covid right now everybody's working from home so this is like a pay under the table yeah these people have nothing else to do so they'll do it for a dollar an hour where i have to hire two employees to do it for 
Yeah, I think I think that's it. But I don't know how many fucking boxes you can fit in a goddamn car. Okay, fair enough. I do agree with that. But yeah, fair enough. Okay, fair enough. I believe it now. And who knows? Maybe this pizza place, like, they could have walked the fucking boxes there. Who knows? They just brought the car because they didn't want to roll a cart down the street. Did you notice that later in the movie, they went to go buy pizza from the pizza place? Yes, because oh, yeah, they were right. they were celebrating that they had all finally gotten a, a job, so to speak. And the chick, like, seems so upset about it. She, like, slams her pizza on the table. Because there was pesticides on it because it got delivered in a box that they made. <laughs> But karma yeah, so, bitch. <laughs> so that all happens, and then there, there the I think something else happened. But there's some like pretty forgettable scenes in here in the movie. But the main, like the main part of the movie, really starts about twenty minutes in, like when it really starts getting good. Right, the first part lays the groundwork. Like I guess every fucking movie lays the groundwork. Nothing really exciting. It's kind of boring. And then you get to like 15, 20 minutes, and then shit starts to get real. Yeah, so the his he gets a... His, his college buddy, friend walks in uninvited. Yeah, and there's a dude pissing on the wall, and they're trying to shoo him away, and his college friend's like, hey, stop that shit. And the guy stops like immediately, right? Didn't he like throw water at him or something? Something like that. He like threw his soda that he picked up. Do they even drink soda? I don't know. They he drink- threw some... I think Beverage. It's pop. Yeah. Coke, okay. Soda. Cola. K pop. K- <laughs> that was a good one, Robert. So he like he, yeah, he so he, he yells at the dude pissing everywhere while the family's like hanging out inside. They're afraid to leave their house and like and it just shows like how the family is. They're very like scared and like they don't go out of their way to do something. But were they so lazy to be confrontational to this? pissing guy or were they afraid probably both because they were a very passive family yeah they were they were more again it was think it was work harder not smarter and they weren't willing to do like the dirty work and i think that kind of proved it right you mean so, smarter not harder i was waiting for it oh yeah yeah smarter not <laughs> i was harder. waiting for it thank you thank you for clarifying so then the buddy shows up go ahead victor you were doing a great job yeah no he i mean he shows up and pretty much says Hey, can you tutor the girl I was tutoring because I'm in love with her and my other friends would bang the shit out of her? And he goes, <laughs> yeah, You're such a fucking loser. That. I know you won't do that. <laughs> that's that's pretty much that scene. So he pretty much yeah. says, like, you know, I, I'm not qualified to tutor her. And he goes, You're smart enough to do it. Just just fake it till you make it. it it's and, just uh it's just taking Korean to English. That's all you have to teach her. And I don't I don't want to sound racist, but I, I had a, a Asian friend once who told me fake it till you make it. And it's probably the best advice he's ever given me. Well, there's a good point. I mean, in like so if you live in the US, you understand this. If you live outside of the US, I don't know if you understand this, but basically every fucking entry level job requires a degree and like three years of experience in the US. Now, yeah. I think they do that to try and get more qualified people doing the job, but for the amount that they're paying, they aren't going to get qualified people to do these jobs. You're coming straight out of college to make this 45k that they want to pay you. True. Which again, I'm sure if we had people from Korea listening, they'd be like these fucking bitches these saying assholes. 45k, like maybe in their <laughs> their money it's not that great, but cuz I don't believe the Korean dollar is worth I forget what they call it, but I don't. I, it's a very low value compared to ours. 
I think it's like one tenth, kind of like the peso. Yeah, but you know how we say like the peso is like one tenth of the American dollar. But you can live off of the same amount of money. But like, like a a coke is almost the equivalent amount in both countries, right? So one dollar or ten pesos will get you a coke, give or take. Yeah, it's pretty close. Like it, it's, <laughs> and I think. But on that same note, like when you go to Mexico, you go to tourist cities most of the time. Right, and they, so they, they know what they can charge. Right, they they know what you're paying for a coke, so yes. they just make it a little cheaper, and you're living the dream, dude. Yeah, like you buy like so many beers when you're there, because you can get a beer for like two fifty, <laughs> as opposed to like eight bucks in the U.S. Yeah, but then the people down the block are paying like a dollar fifty for their beer. Exactly. Um. So they wait. Where the fuck were we? Oh, so the buddy says, "Yeah, you're qualified." Blah, blah, blah. You're smart enough. You're not necessarily qualified, but you're smart enough to do it. You didn't go to university, but you can fake uh, it. Yeah, you're good at math. You just, need, you, you just need a university, I don't know, letter. Or I mean, in the U.S., let's be honest. Like, We feel much more comfortable if it's an Asian math tutor than a non-Asian math tutor. <laughs> right? Like, If you had an Asian kid show up to tutor one of your kids in math, you're like, oh, shit, I'm getting a great deal for 20 bucks an hour. But that's very U.S. culture versus it Asian is. culture, right? Like. We are like, oh, math's hard. I don't want to do it. While the Asian culture is like, yeah, that's another thing you got to do. Just do it. Well, their school days are a lot harder. Like we are, yeah. There's We're no pussies. Co- there's, there's, <laughs> like we complain that our school systems, our teachers aren't good enough, but they fucking like have to spoon feed the goddamn students in the U.S. No wonder we suck. It's not the teachers. It's a fucking system. Whatever. You know, but, but I, I, I can argue on this all day. So I'm going to argue. So we go, we, we're very involved in our kids' lives. Okay. Like my wife stay home, you know, and we. That was a very Asian way of saying it. My wife stay home. She very stay (laughs) home. No, I'm going to get canceled for that. (laughs) Uh, I apologize if that offended anybody. (laughs) We're explicit. (laughs) I do apologize. You can't handle it. You aren't going to listen. So. But, um, yeah, you know, and so I go to parent teacher conference. They have this paper in front of us. With the, the, it's it has the wrong first name, but it has our last name. <laughs> what? So I, I don't want to give out names or anything. So if my um, if my last name is O'Neill and my daughter's name Shaquille, it was like Martha O'Neill, not Shaquille O'Neill. Oh shit! Oh, so it was another little girl with the same last name, and it says what number they can count to. What the fuck? And she could only count to 39. My four-year-old TK son counted to 100 today. And I don't blame the system. I blame the parents. That's fair. But when, like, most people don't have the ability to have a stay-at-home parent. No. Especially in California. So they aren't able to, they're more reliant on the teachers to teach their kids than for the parent to come home and then teach their kids. Yeah, Not saying like, they shouldn't, but it's just, it's harder. But I, I, I want to say just put fucking Sesame street on for your kid. And this kid could probably count to a hundred. It's like, that's they're They're like not monitoring what this kid watches. They're not monitoring. Like they're not taking 10 minutes out of your day to talk to your kid. Like, but is PBS as accessible right now? 
It's free. Yeah, that's, yeah. Where, that's where Sesame Street is, right? Yeah, it's on PBS is free, bro. Yeah, you can watch Sesame Street on YouTube. You can watch enough Sesame Street on YouTube. Bro, you can watch Sesame Street on antennaed television. Yeah, there's there's this uh YouTube streamer, I don't know what you call him, but he, his name's Blippy. It's the most annoying piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> But my two-year-old son's in the bath, and he goes, this sinks, this floats. Look, this sinks, this floats. And, like, you know, I'm very, like, he's watching TV all day, right? Like, he is watching TV yeah. all day. And, like, he's picking up these concepts. I, I think these parents are just, like, not controlling what these kids watch. They're not. There's no. There's no. There's no investment. There's nothing. These parents are doing nothing for these kids. I think that's a valid point. Um, so back to the movie. So they well, go and I, they I, tutor. Well, I was going to say, going back to uh, being in university and everything, because he, oh, he yeah. had to get he had to get it. I, I feel like this is the part that like uh, just made the movie get into where it needed to go. Oh, yeah. And that yeah. was the daughter uh, uh, made a uh, white. Yeah, and I and I don't know why I can't think of uh, plagiarizing. She plagiarized well, to make sure that she it forged. It, it. Oh, forged. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, forged a letter of re- not letter of recommendation. Was it was it that or was it more of just like oh no, she made a degree uh, like a a degree from university. Okay, and then the so dad's then like, I Man, wasn't as she'd make a great forger. Yeah, she <laughs> she could make money this way, but instead, yeah, we're gonna make it to where exactly. Uh, but but the son was very hopeful throughout the movie. He was like, yeah, "I'm gonna get my degree. I'm not lying. This is just you know." Yeah, he was a smart kid. He just he wasn't of that class. They they couldn't afford to send him, or yeah. they couldn't afford him to not be making pizza boxes. And I'm a very firm believer in that. Um, if you want your kids to succeed, you have to invest in them. And this whole rich family, like getting English tutoring, getting art tutoring, like yes. I, I think that's a big part in society that really separates the lower class from the upper class. Because you're you're not gonna have a star baseball player if you're getting home from work at seven o'clock at night and you can't take your kid to baseball practice, or you're not hiring somebody to have um you know, additional coaching or you're not additionally or have the time to additionally coach your kid. I agree. Um, so, so the son gets the forged university document from his sister, which how the fuck did they, Oh, they printed it at that, uh, that gaming, like (laughs) internet cafe, which is super not us, but I bet it's extremely common in Asia. I grew up in the online cafe, dude. I didn't. Were you I playing Counter Strike? Absolutely. <laughs> Two dollars an hour, man. I didn't have internet at home. Could you imagine how much one of those places would be like in the city that we live now? Like you'd be paying like fifteen bucks an hour to play that shit. I don't know, dude. Let me Google it. I I, I was gonna say there used to be uh one right near where you're at, Rob. Yeah, it's just down a... it was just down the street. It was literally yeah. two blocks away. Um so the brother, the son, brother, I forget his name. I, I, It's not really applicable because there are literally only eight characters in this whole goddamn movie. Ten. True. Ten. Nine. Ten. Something like that. So the son goes to show up and 
it's interesting because the husband talks all sorts of shit about the wife throughout the whole movie. <laughs> he basically alludes that she's just a good fuck. Is literally <laughs> what he says without saying it. I don't feel hot. You'll, and I think that's it. He he just, I mean, there's another scene that we'll talk about later. Um, oh, that was a weird scene. That was so fucking awkward. It was very awkward. So awkward. Um, so. Four dollars uh, an hour. Is that what it is? Yeah. That's not bad then. That's double what I paid for. But if you did an hour a day, it's basically your, it's almost double your internet bill. Right, just get a fucking internet bill. Yeah. Did, did that go up with inflation? Uh, I, I mean, I know it did, but uh, I don't think the it... value of a dollar is doubled. Maybe. Uh, uh, shit, there's been some good inflation. Right. Remember when that. a bottle of Coke was a dollar? Now it's like two fifty. Remember when like half of the fucking menu items are on the dollar menu, and now you can't find but like three items. Dude, my accounting teacher told me, "Don't worry, there'll always be a dollar menu. There will be." I want to call it S and W. It's wrong. That shit's gone. Uh, no, it's just cheese. Just cheese. Yeah. And three chicken nuggets for a dollar. <laughs> yeah, no shit. So the son, I thought this was pretty interesting. So the son shows up, he's tutoring. The mom is like, she wants to be involved, but she doesn't. She's like, I think she is an anxious person. So she can't yeah, do hesitant. it. Yeah. So the son's like goes to show up and the mom has to be in the room when he tutors her, which I think is fair on a first a first tutoring experience. So you can kind of like, it's kind of like your, your interview in essence. Yeah. Especially at that point of the, the movie too. <laughs> so they're going through and I think this was like borderline. One of the most brilliant things brought up in the movie. When the son talks about test taking, not knowing everything mm-hmm. and how, if you get stuck on a question, it fucks up the rest of the test. Right. And I think it's so true when you take tests in like university If you get stuck on a question, it makes you question the whole rest of the test. I agree. And there's, so basically what the son does is he grabs the daughter's hand. Now he's probably, or I'm sorry, not the son, the tutor, the boy of the fam, the poor family is tutoring the oldest child of the rich family, which is a female. And she's, I think 16 and he's got to be 19 or 20. And he just grabs the girl's hand, which in the U.S. you'd no longer be a tutor if you grabbed the opposite sex hand in a tutoring lesson. But that's fine. But he grabs the hand, and the mom, like, flips out a little bit. I don't know if you guys caught this. And he's he holds her hand, and he talks about, like, pulse. Like, you got to keep your pulse low and not get anxious going through a test because you will fuck up. I I will say I was probably a better test taker than I was intelligent in college. I was really good at taking tests. Um, I learned just enough to be to do well compared to my counterparts. But I think it's a good point. Like especially when you relate to like SAT testing in the in in the U.S. Like that's our big testing. Mm-hmm. It's all about how to take the test, not so much about how much you know. But I think that's what college teaches you in the U.S. now. But I thought that was pretty cool. So I'm talking a lot. Who wants to take over the next part? Well, it it ends up being where uh, he ends up finding out um, how the the family dynamic is and and what um, each server or uh, 
yeah, each employed person is doing and how their family of four can kind of like get into uh, working for the uh, wealthy family and uh, the daughter or his sister ends up being the next person that uh, gets brought up and she was helping out the youngest son with art with art art therapy i i love this part of the movie i'm sorry to cut you off diva i loved how he was kind of like and i think he used that whole cultural game right like oh my my cousin's friend is highly desirable highly intelligent i don't know if i can get you a meeting with her and he manipulated him that way like and there was this like oh we need the best we need somebody you know great we need somebody you know highly desirable so if they're desirable i want them yes mm-hmm. he definitely played the system and he did a very good job of it i think the kids were smarter than the parents in this whole movie oh definitely the kids were slick as hell but yeah so he gets them to interview with the sister who he kind of coaches a little bit and says like hey you just need to do this you just need to act smarter than you are and she goes online (laughs) and reads some shit and then about art and everything and was like oh this is what he's actually saying yeah and she just bullshits the whole way which i feel like i do a lot too so and 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 i mean if you uh really look at it too it was uh directed at the mother because the dad was always gone for the wealthy family he was always gone and um it it was more of like hey this is the person that we need to fool uh so let's let's target her in terms of the uh wife of the wealthy what was he again he was like a he was like a c-level or the owner of a business. Right. Yeah. Something something to that extent. And uh the the daughter or sister of the main or I, I guess just in the, the main family, um, she was able to get in and be okay. And then it was on to the dad's role within uh the dynamic or sorry, for the uh, the poor family um to to get hired on yeah so basically they have a driver he's a oh wait wait i I skipped i skipped something the sister's like dad you know how to drive right and they're like yeah so then the driver gives the the youngest or the poor daughter a ride home she straight off slips off her underwear Throws them underneath the front seat of the fucking family car, the rich family car. But it kind of goes back to the whole maybe culture and image where like they just kind of wanted to brush everything off under the rug. Like get rid of get rid of the driver. Let's not tell him why. And let's just bring somebody new in. You know, maybe that's a cultural thing, but definitely a a, a theme in the movie. Well, and, and I and I. Sorry, I I skipped over something that I thought was interesting and slightly awkward or could be funny within uh the their culture and everything. Uh 
when uh, the girl that's being tutored asks the guy that's tutoring her, like, oh, do you think so-and-so, because I, I don't remember his sister's name, she's okay. she's very pretty, Jessica. huh? Was it Jessica? I think that was her fake name. Oh, okay. But um, she was like, oh, you think she's pretty, huh? She's prettier than me or or something along those lines. And he and he had to be like, uh, no. Like, what are you talking about? I think she just has a crush on anybody that tutors her. That could be the case. She is 16. So, yeah. So, she slips off her underwear, slides them under the seat. Dad gets a ride to work the next day. Oh, and he does. He was kind of awkward. He kind of deserved getting shake can because he's like, oh, I'll take you home. I'll take you home. She's like, no. Right. I'm good. Just drive me to the, drive me to the uh, train station. I'll get a ride home. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. And he kept pushing, pushing, pushing. Like he wanted to get in her pants bad. Right. Yeah, but is that what he wanted, or was he just being a nice guy? Was he being a diva? Oh, he wanted to be I, in the pants. Eh, he he might have been. He he might have been a diva, <laughs> but at at the same time, um, I I, th- I thought it was interesting that the rich, uh, parents. We're, we're like, oh, maybe she's on drugs and she did it for extra cash or something or whatever. And then they talk to her and they take her word or over the guy that has been driving them for, what was it, like 10 years or something like that? Wait a second. Let me clarify that they're thinking that the girl that he, that the driver made out with or had sex with was on drugs, not the sister. I thought it was the other way around. No. Oh. They were thinking that the person that he had sex with was on drugs. Yeah, because how can you leave your panties? I thought they ended up asking her. Like, no, no, they didn't. No, they were just asking her how he was or if he's been weird around her. And then she's like, no, he was fine. Very respectful. But he kept insisting driving me home. Like, she was trying to play, like, a very fine line. She did it perfectly. Okay. So okay. I just realized we've been doing this episode for an hour and seven minutes. Yeah. Probably need to jump through these a little quicker. So then they're like, oh, do you know a driver by chance? And they're like, well, my uncle. <laughs> yeah, he used uncle. to drive. And uh, like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, but let me uh, let me see uh, if if he's available. I, don't, I know he, he had another job offer or something like that. So like, okay, well, we'll let us know if he's still available. So then they go back home and the son asks the dad, like, hey, can you drive a Mercedes? And he's like, yeah, I used to drive a Mercedes. He's like, how long ago, though? So these guys, it was a long time ago. So these guys go to a Mercedes or whatever dealership. I think it was a Mercedes. And they go yeah. sit in the exact car so the dad can get used to it. And they're like sitting in there looking through all the shit and then the salesperson walks by and they're like, oh, are you going to buy it? <laughs> Taking a long time, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was hilarious. They fucking went to a dealership so he could get used to the car. Yeah, so I mean, just kind of sum it up. The the dad takes the driver's role and then the last role is the housekeeper and they kind of manipulate the housekeeper to make no, it... They- they make it seem like she has TB. Right, and then they fire her, and then they hire the mom. And again, the whole, like, keep everything on the down low. The rich people, he was like, oh, here, here's a, a card to a service place. And the, she, the dad gave it to the husband. 
And the husband was like, all right, I'll, I'll pretend I'm a good husband and I'll, I'll pretend I found this. Right. Yeah. Major kudos for him. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, wasn't it weird that the, the son or the artist uh, ended up saying like, oh, they smell similar. <laughs> yeah. Once they all get hired. Well, so yeah, so they, they, they call up this hotline that they made a card for. The daughter answers and says that they'll have someone for him, dot, dot, dot. They're like, oh, great. That's awesome. So they're, the poor family's mom shows up to be the housekeeper slash cook slash, yeah, that was pretty much what she did. So they shit-canned the other lady. They did a bunch of stuff to get rid of the other lady. They, they, they kind of had to because she was part of the family, so to speak, right? She came from the prior owner of the house. Yeah. And they did like her. So they like, they did a bunch of shit. The the dad oh, the of bloody... the family went to the hospital and made up a story saying like, oh, you know, she said something that she had TB and the mom's like, oh my God, oh my God. Which is TB contagious? I didn't think he, it was contagious. It, I thought it was super contagious. Yeah, I think, it, okay. I think it is. Uh, I mean, But it's like Ariana. extremely rare to get my my wife has to get uh, tested for it every year because she works in the hospital. Yeah, I do you do too. to go to school too. Oh, you do. I you have to have didn't. a TB test. Oops. Like, I don't think I did. You must have. <laughs> you get, can I scare you guys? Go ahead. I I failed a TB test. How when? long ago? Because uh, I think it's six months or years? something like that. You're good. Okay, then I'm good. Oh really? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I get chest x-rays every four years. Oh, shit. So, mom ends up getting <laughs> hired. Oh, yeah, and they <laughs> put, like, ketchup on a napkin when she was coughing. They used peach fuzz because she was allergic to peaches. Right. She <laughs> they, they did all sorts of shit to get this bitch out. So, she gets fired. She's like, I thought it was hilarious. She's walking down the street with her fucking suitcase. Yeah. Kind of feel bad for her. You you start to like you you kind of feel bad for the family at the beginning, and then you start to be like, "Wow, these guys are assholes." Yeah, definitely. Work smarter, not harder. No shit. This is true. This is true. If if you can uh, manipulate your way to the top, hey, kudos. So they're taking over the house. So kind of. I I I like this part of the movie because I want to ask you guys a question: Who's the parasite? The All rich or the poor? The poor. Oh, the poor. Because at this point, you're employing four people of the family, and they're still living in the basement. True. But I think the parasite, like, is it feeds on... the rich. Well, they are, came across a different parasite, though. The rich because... are feeding off the poor to maintain their lifestyle. Yeah, because the dad knows that the wife can't cook. So, so are you saying... She can't clean... Uh, and but, she's only good because she's hot and she fucks well. Like these people weren't going to like Morton's to have a steak dinner. They were going to a pizza place with the money they had. True. And that was like exciting to them. And they employ four people. Yes. And it doesn't seem like they had more a higher than average lifestyle. Well, they but that all they were all four of them were hired for literally like a week. By the time this movie ended. True. I'll give you that. So, so the the next main scene is 
the rich family takes their son, the crazy little shit, who who little sees Devin. ghosts. Oh, we forgot to bring that up. the The son says that there's a ghost in the house, right? And lights will randomly flicker. No one knows what the fuck's going on. They're like, they just assume that it's a short with the wiring. No mm-hmm. one ever fucking looks into it. Because if they did, they would find out something interesting that we find out later. True. So the son has seen this ghost, but they, so they take the son for his birthday. So the family's like, this is great. We can live in their house, the rich family's house, while they're gone. So they yeah, go, they're drinking all something. their alcohol. And they're just partying it out. They're getting hammered. They're talking about like how the son could marry the the daughter and then this could be their house eventually. All this creepy ass shit. Yep. And all of a sudden they get a call that there's no camping anymore because it's fucking pouring. Yeah. And no, a rich ass family is not going to go tent camping when it's raining. They get a ring at the doorbell before that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Oh, my God. Please, please, Victor, go ahead. I'm going to snack. I'm buzzing. So the uh, they're sitting there drunk, making a mess, living in the people's house, living the dream. And then they get a ring on their doorbell, and it's the old maid. Right. The old housekeeper. She's like in a panic. Yeah, she's like, I, I've cut all the security cameras or the CCB TV. Nobody knows I'm here. I left something in the basement. Can you please let me in? Can I grab it? I know they're away. You know, just let me grab my shit and I'll go. So the families are like, I don't know. They, for, I don't know why they let her in. I would never let her in. Yeah. I wouldn't have either. She goes in. She goes to the basement. She's struggling to open the secret door. Telling the, you know, they eventually open the secret door and go down the basement. And her husband's living in the basement. The ghost. That's a crazy man. Who we find out is is the ghost. The little boy saw him coming up. He's also um, the key to the automatic lighting as you go upstairs. Yeah, right. so he's he's fucking with the lining downstairs. He's living down there. I guess they have so much debt that they're going to cut off his uh, wiener if they're, they <laughs> ever find him. And he doesn't want Pretty his wiener much. cut off. So he's he's been living in the basement. The lady's been feeding him when the family's gone. Um, yeah. So then there's a battle. There's a civil war. Between the poor, I mean, I think this is like kind of the theme of the, the movie is that the two yeah, the parasites, two poor, yeah, the two parasites are two fighting against families. are fighting against themselves for the little resources that they have. Yes. So then they get a oh, basically the the old maid, maid. was like, "Hey, can you just take care of him and bring him food from time to time? He's going to continue living down here." And they're like, uh, uh, well, then they get a phone call from the family saying they're no longer. Victor, are you good? Are you dying? I think you choked on some salt. Yeah. You got to chew before you swallow, bro. Sorry, man. I forgot. (laughs) Don't inhale food. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm not helping this out. (laughs) So they get a call and. The family's coming home from their camping trip while the maid is the old maid's there and the husband's still in the basement. Yeah, I can't, I'm distracted. Um, uh, yeah, I could, they have I someone choking. <laughs> Do you uh, need to do the Heimlich? 
Just drink some bourbon. It'll make it all better. The old maid and the new maid wouldn't have been able to do the the Heimlich maneuver. But um, right. The so they ended up getting a call from the wealthy family saying like, "Hey, we're coming home. Uh, please have." Uh, I I don't remember what dish it was, but they were like, "Oh, please have this dish ready to go," and uh, the new maid or the the poor family's mother says, oh, "Okay, so you need that when?" And she goes, eight minutes." I was like, "Oh shit!" So I I, I want to step in here. Go for it. So this dish that the mom asked them to make is popular in the in the lower class. Interesting. But, but she didn't know how to make it. But because the rich people didn't want their children eating something from the lower class, she had her add sirloin to, to the soup. Oh. That's what it was? Okay. Yeah. So then these two poor people or these two lower class families are literally killing each other instead of just coming clean. Well, they can't come clean. Neither. Why not? Because both of them are parasites. Well, no, both it of them ruin are... everything. Yeah. Just like fuck, we got caught. Fuck, there's another family here. Let's let's just come clean. But no, no, they're like killing each other and cleaning the house at the same time. So, so do you think if they came clean and they said like, "Hey, listen, like we're really strapped for cash. Do you think you could keep us hired on and?" everything would be okay no look how easy it was to get rid of the old people would you really would you okay let's put you in their shoes diva would you say i'm getting out of this house i'm never returning or i'm gonna kill people and throw them in the basement as as the wealthy family no as the the norm the the main family of the show of the movie i think they panicked i don't think it was that they thought it through do you say fuck it we're done we got eight minutes let oh, them no. pick that shit up. At, uh, yeah, right. Let them pick that shit up. We're gone. Where are you gonna kill people? At K-pop ramen. Go pick it up at Goodness. the drive-through K-pop ramen. As he's eating more food to choke more. <laughs> no, I, this I, I, thought my, I, I thought of Michael Scott down, right man. there. <laughs> yeah, Michael no, Scott they, as he's eating the cake and he's like, "Oh, this is disgusting," and then he takes another bite. And this is when they tie him up downstairs, right? Uh yes, but and they also knocked the one lady. She senseless. kicks her down the stairs. Yeah, I thought that and was she later. Smacks her head. Oh, you're right. She does. So yeah. they weren't tied. Yeah, no, they were tied up. He uh the uh oh no 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 they were tied up. The family gets home. The wife went and undid the husband's ties. He unties her, so then the lady tries to sneak up. Then the mom kicks her down the stairs. Is that well? And she died. I, right I, in that I, well, she's bleeding. No, out. no, yeah. she she ended she up crawled, getting. Like she had a concussion. She, yeah, she had a concussion. Was she was throwing up. up in the the toilet, and um, the husband of the old maid was like, "Oh, well, I I need to, you know." avenge her death and everything and so he w- he was trying to alert the um wealthy family that was so the next was, day though 
Was it? I thought. Yeah. It, uh, no, I thought it was. It was the next day. That was for the birthday party. Oh uh, well, because that's when we find out that the the little boy who um, is into art knows SOS or uh, what whatever that form of communication is considered. He knows Morse code. Morse code, thank you. So actually, we skipped over the one scene that I said was super awkward. So the the mom kicks the wife down the stairs, closes the room off. They they're they're free and clear at that point, right? They get the because everyone's hiding from the family because they weren't supposed to be there. Only the maid was supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. The son hunder, hides under the daughter's bed. So oh, yeah, that he can right. return her diary that he stole to Ruth. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which I thought was another funny thing while they were getting drunk. The the sister's like, oh, my God, you stole her diary? What a dick. And then she's like, give me it. Let me read it. <laughs> <laughs> so then all this shit goes down. He returns the diary. They're trying to clean up. They literally sweep everything under the couch. Throw everything under the couch. Family gets home. The son, the daughter, the the husband are all hiding under the table, trying to figure out a time to sneak out. Of course, the rain stopped. The son wants to camp still in the backyard, which they had a beautiful house, by the way. But that backyard was badass, too. But we'll get into that in a... uh, We won't get back to that, but it was a badass backyard. So the son, the husband... I'm sorry. The son, the father, and the daughter of the poor family are all hiding under the table. Kids sleeping in the backyard in a teepee, which I didn't think, I think they were trying to be Westerners because I'm pretty sure that's just Native American. (laughs) But maybe I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anyone from South Korea, if teepees were a thing in like long times ago, I mean, they probably were. Who the fuck knows? Um, So they're hiding. The mom, the rich mom and rich dad decide to sleep on the couch so they can watch him. But it, it's raining again at this point, right? Yes, it was. Right. It, it, was like, it was like it was raining, but not as heavily. I want to bring that to a point, but after after you finish. So the mom and dad right, are... After he finishes. Yeah, yeah no shit. <laughs> so mom and dad are laying on this like super nice couch. It was very roomy couch, by the way. If they, I mean, they were skinny as shit because they're Koreans, right? Rich Koreans. Do you have struggle laying on the couch with your significant other? I don't have a wide enough couch for me to sleep on, <laughs> let alone someone else. I do. I can't fit two on my couch. Yeah. Well, you could if you didn't lay next to each other. Or I wasn't huge. I'm not small <laughs> either. So so they're laying there, and the husband's like, he starts shoving his hands down her pants. She's like, no, we can't. We can't. He's like, ah, he'll never know. The son will never know. So they're they're messing around, doing stuff. Meanwhile, the poor family's underneath the fucking coffee table. It was a big coffee table, by the way, that they could all hide under. But he's straight up finger banging the fuck out of her. She's hand jobbing him. And they both get off. This is like the whole thing where, I mean, the dad even mentions to the the dads are talking, right? Poor dad and rich dad. Driver's talking with the dad. And this is where I was saying that he didn't even really like the wife. Because he's like, oh, you love her, right? <laughs> yeah. And the 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 rich guy is like, ah, oh, <laughs> you could say that. Yeah. And he's he, like, but yeah. she can't cook or clean. So, I mean, 
I'm not trying to be a dick here, but what else the fuck can she do other than be hot and be good in bed? So that's why this scene was very interesting. They're like they're they're going to town on each other and they're there like literally listening to it. And didn't they say something about like doesn't it smell like the people that work here and that dad yeah. got really bothered by it? Yeah, he was like, "Oh, it smells like miss uh, whoever." Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're trying to figure out a way to escape the the poor family from under the table. They finally fall asleep. They're like literally straight up. What was that fucking movie where they're crawling backwards? It was a it was a Japanese horror film. The Ring. The no, the one. There was another one <clears throat> with the kid, the, the little kid that hid in closets. He had a white face. Oh, that is the Ring. No. Yeah, that was the Ring. No, it wasn't the Ring. Guaranteed. Not Poltergeist not or ring. anything. No, that's oh, an American no. movie. Um, I'll, you sure it's not the ring? Insidious. Sure it's... Oh, yeah. So like, it has like, well, yeah. The the person crawled. Yeah. So they're basically crawling on their backs to go down the stairs so they can get the fuck out of this house. There's a slight <laughs> kerfuffle. <clears throat> the dad's like midway out from underneath the coffee table, and they're moving around. And there's a call. <laughs> He's like literally on the floor. <laughs> laying there and they don't even notice him laying there i i think this just shows why asians are fucking ninjas because white people can't be ninjas i would be so goddamn loud if i crawled out of a house you're knowing that i left and i i'm sorry devo you're small but are small thin like lightweight petite oh but i think even you would make enough noise to wake someone up I try not to, but yeah, I think you're right. I would. It's like, you just can't, I don't know. So they, they make it out of the house, though. So then, then the next day rolls around. Well, hold on. Oh, yeah, one yeah, of, yeah. One okay. of my awkward Please. scenes was the fact that uh, it, it was a big torrential rain and everything. So uh, where they live, since they're uh, like halfway in the ground, as they were uh, describing it, they were or their house was flooded or where they were living was flooded out yes and uh they they, live in the valley where all the water goes right so they had to and they had no front door by the way that that was interesting to me their windows weren't closed right and um what i thought was forget to close your goddamn windows (laughs) you have nothing what what i what i thought was just so awkward or like gross was the fact that um, the daughter, the poor daughter, goes and tries to stop the uh, uh, toilet from overflowing <laughs> and everything, and and shit was coming out of it and everything like that. But all and the water she decided, was sewage, right? Yeah, yeah all, all the water, water was, sewage was sewage and everything. And uh, she ends up sitting on the toilet to make sure that no more <laughs> shit was coming out. But it still and came she out. lit a fucking cigarette that had shit on it. And I was just like, oh my God, that's just disgusting. That's horrible. Why the fuck not? I mean, when you're in that, when you're in a shitty situation, what's better than a cigarette? Yeah, I guess that's true too. But at the same time, I was just like, damn, like that sucks. That sucks. And that kind of like brought it back to where they were coming from and why they wanted to get out of it. Type of thing. Yeah, so I kind of kind of punching forward a little bit. 
the the this storm ruined them, right? It's ruining their belongings. They have to go sleep in a gym. Yeah. It's it, it's a bad situation for the poor. Yes. While the rich were sitting there laying on the couch watching the storm and finger banging the weather, each other. Finger banging it. Sun's outside, they're having a grand time. And even after so, you know, they, they said after the, the storm, they called the next day and said we're gonna have a party. And the mom's like, oh, the storm washed away the pollution. It was so nice. It's such a beautiful day. And these people are like, fuck, dude, my life was just ruined over this goddamn storm, and you're living the life. They don't give two fucks. No, and I think that's... They bought more booze. (laughs) That was the theme of the movie, right? That these rich people are just so... like They didn't give a shit that these people's you know, homes were destroyed. They're like, we're going to have a birthday party. You need to come work. They're also and, oblivious to it. I don't think they care. Well, there's that too, I guess. Yeah. But, and, and I think to Diva's point, like, they just don't know. You know, they're not aware of it. Is it <clears> their <throat> fault when they're not aware of it? Or, you know, or the should... whole ignorance is bliss type of deal? Correct. You know, they what... don't have to know. I mean, it's, it's kind of the case here. Like, we see a homeless person, we're like, oh, they smell terrible. Or you walk down like a less than ideal street that smells like shit, and you're like, "Oh my god, it smells so terrible!" And then people have to live there. Yeah, and we—I mean, we just walk past it. We don't. Yeah, we're oblivious too. Yeah, no, I, I get. We're the rich people in this movie. In this situation, yes. So yeah, these people's lives are like completely blown up, but they have to act like they're a slightly higher. They have to act like a middle class family that's poor. You do you think so? The the idea is that we need to go to work because we're not the poor that live in the slums. We're middle class. We survived the storm, uh, kind of. But they were also going to get paid double, right? There's like we're going to pay you double. You don't have to work. You kind of just have to hang out with us. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, the the poor dad had to um, play a part in the skit. Which this is another one that's interesting because the family was like, wow, they smell terrible because they were literally swimming in shit for the last 12 hours. Yep. So they absolutely smelled terrible. There's no way that, and somehow the son and daughter smell fine, but the dad and mom, or the dad smells like shit. Yeah. Because, I mean, the the girl and her tutor, the rich girl and the poor boy, were like making out. If he smelled like shit, she would not be making out with him. So yeah, that's true. They're, but they're, the dad was what old onions or something like that. That's yeah, what the like description that. was. Yeah. So I mean, the dad, the poor dads have had it with these rich people's bullshit, right? Because they're talking shit, they're acting like nothing's wrong. His life's been completely thrown upside down. He's heard that they smell like shit way too much. And then you you kind of pause, right? And then you go upstairs to the boy, and he's kind of like, "Do I fit in with this crowd?" Right. Yeah. Right? He's like, is this going to be my new life? Can can this happen? And he's got this sense of like, so he's got the rock with him, right? Yes. And he's just like, okay, for my life to, I, I watch other people's reviews before we do this review. I'm going to be honest about that. And in one person's review says that he went downstairs with no intention to kill nobody. Right. I mean, I got that. I felt that. Or did he go downstairs to kill them so he can live his new life in peace? Oh, Wait. shit. Wait. No, yeah, you're right. Hold on. Wait, you're talking about the son? Correct. Hold so on. the son Hold went. On. Yeah. 
because he didn't have a plan and he asked his dad like oh do you have a plan the poor dad do you have a plan and uh poor dad said the best plans are no plan like no plans yeah and that's why everything got fucked up because they had a plan did he go downstairs though to make i think he did or did he go downstairs to kill them with that rock oh no sorry yeah i meant that I, I I think he went down there to to kill, you, to the people downstairs downstairs. Correct. All right. the people I think it was to, that was to kill the old people, the old parasites. Yes, because there was one reveal that was like he went down there to make peace. Bullshit. There's no way he wasn't he, gonna give him the, the rock, rock and with be like, him, "Hey, he? take it." The rock would be the peace offering. No, the rock was a death offering. I don't but then again, that's that is somebody a, with why that rock. Because it was the only thing he fucking had. Okay. That, and that's what he wanted to take uh, originally when that one guy was peeing right next to the window. Ah, oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, okay. So back to that. So the sun goes down. He ends up seeing the dead wife, right? The guy got loose. He comes up and attacks the sun. Now he's he's like tied up and he was like avoiding getting killed by this guy. He's tied up. He has a rope coming down the stairs, and he tries running up the stairs, and he leaves the rope hanging behind him. Wouldn't you think, like, let me grab that rope so it's not hanging so he can't grab it to slow me down? Yeah, this is all adrenaline, <laughs> Robert. That he's not thinking. Well, he's panicking, right? So now this next scene threw me for the biggest fucking look. Like, it was like, holy shit, they actually did that. So the the guy who is living in the basement for God knows how long ends up catching up to the boy, hits him with the rock. The kid's like stunned. And then he literally picks the fucking rock up and throws it down on his head. I assumed he was dead. That's what I, I assumed he was too. dead too, but I, I. Spoiler alert. Oh yeah. He was He's dead. not. He's not dead, but we'll get to that. So. The guy then goes upstairs, grabs a knife, acts like he's the guy who's living in the basement, goes upstairs with a knife, and oh, fuck, I forgot who he stabbed. Uh, he stabbed the daughter. Uh, sorry, the poor daughter. Yes. So he goes in, and the daughter was like part of this procession for the the party. The son wanted the rich son wanted to be like a Native American and save the girl from his attackers. This is where the the poor dad and rich dad were a chief. working together and they were chiefs or something or a, from other tribes. I don't even, it didn't make yeah, a lick it, of sense. Like it was they, straight they out of a John Wayne it. fucking movie. He saw <laughs> way too many free John Wayne movies in South Korea, apparently. So the, they go in like, as they're about to attack the daughter, not literally attack, which those, those tomahawks were way too realistic. One little slip up and someone's dying anyway. That was just an accident waiting to happen. But as they're about to do that, the dude who's living in the basement goes flying out with a knife, a butcher's knife, by the way. Not a butcher's knife. Uh, the the large knife in your knife set, unless you're rich. And you have multiple large knives. Yeah. Your chef's knife. Yeah, your chef's knife. Thank you. Goes and stabs the daughter. So now the dad's like freaking out. Trying poor to dad. save the poor dad's freaking out, trying to save his daughter. 
and the rich dad's freaking out because his son's having a panic attack or whatever, or he got knocked over or something. It was Mm -hmm. the kid was fine. And they're like, oh, my God, we have to take him to the ER. And they're telling the dad to go. Oh, because the little boy had a seizure. Did he have a seizure? Or did he just he just no, fainted? Yeah, he, he well he fainted. He, he saw he saw the ghost. Yeah, that that he had seen before and was like, oh shit, that's that's him. Um, uh, yeah, I, he I think he passed out. Oh, I think he did have a seizure. I didn't get a seizure, and they were I saying he just passed out. I, I feel like they were talking about like if if a little kid has a seizure, you have like fifteen minutes to get him to the hospital or something. I think they yeah, freaked that's out true. And, and over, that's when they turned to they overstated it. The kid just passed out because he was like that was a lot overprotective so then then they're like give me the keys give me the keys like drive us to the hospital to the poor dad because he was the driver but he's trying to take care of his daughter who's not his daughter in the family's eyes because none of the four of them were related right and he goes fuck this the dad's fed up now and he goes and fucking tomahawks the shit out of the other dad and kills his ass. Oh, yeah, that's right. Poor dad killed rich dad. And during this whole time, everybody's freaking the fuck out. So then everybody runs, and you have daughter down on the ground. Mom, poor mom is fine. Daughter's, like, clinging on to life. Poor mom is okay, because she's just been giving food. She's been making food. Yeah, and son is poor. Son is son, poor is, son is rocked. His life he, just he, got rocked. Yeah, both literally and figuratively, and also getting carried out by the sixteen-year-old daughter. Yes, and then uh, poor dad is panic. He's like, I don't know what the fuck to do. So he's panic running shooting. out after everybody else, who's like running down this alleyway or street, whatever the fuck it was. And the dad dips into the house. And then it dips back into the basement. Yes. And then I believe it cuts to the son being in the hospital. The poor son being in the hospital. Yeah. And and being questioned by the detectives. And then the next scene is him and his mom being in court. Yes. And the, the poor son has a brain, has a major brain issue. And he has the giggles. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> he can't right, stop goodness. laughing. So he's in court, and he's just laughing. Somehow, they got off on, like, probation, didn't they? I think he did. I think the mom did, too, because then next thing, they show up at the daughter's, like... No, this was, I, I think this was, like, the perceived, like, what could happen, because he was still in his uh, Twilight-type deal. By the end of the movie. Oh, you think this is what he thought happened, not what actually happened? That's yeah. what he was wishing would happen. Yeah. Well, yeah, that that's that. But he did actually go visit his daughter, his sister, at the mausoleum. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, I guess that's right. So then he's like, I forget why he goes back to the house, but all of a sudden he sees the lights going off inside uh, or well, outside was, of that house. It was the whole thing of him... So what he wished would happen is that he would become a, a real estate tycoon. Nope, type haven't gotten deal. there yet, Devo. Oh, no, yeah. He, he, he like, goes back to the house to see the house again. 
Yeah, he he like goes back to like last place he saw his dad or something. And he sees Morse code from the light because the light keeps flickering. So then he writes down the Morse code and learns Morse code so he can see what the hell was being said. And he realizes his dad's in the <clears throat> his dad's in the basement, hidden. So then when he starts realizing we're trying to like think about how to get back with his dad, he thinks I'm going to become rich. And now's when he's like daydreaming. And he starts saying like, oh, I'll become a rich real estate agent and we'll buy the house and then my dad will be able to come out. Hmm. But I, I thought that it, it panned back to or went back to him being in uh, the hospital at the very end. No, he'd already been out of the hospital. It pans back to him like living in the basement again. Yeah, I don't think it ever goes Not back in to the, the son. It just the, shows the dad. To their old house. Sorry, he's living. Oh, he's, yeah, yeah. He's sitting in the old house. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think they, I must have missed some of it then. I think the director did like an interview or something and it said like if the son saved up every penny that he could, it'd take him 150 years to buy that house. Probably. Yeah, you'd have to be extremely well off. So that it's just, I mean, the karma, the whole karma thing, it's just hilarious, right? And I think this is where it's like dark humor. The family takes over this other family who got screwed over or takes over the positions from this other low-class family who had to have their husband live in the basement or the husband had to live in the basement, and now their family is in the same goddamn situation as the old as family the was. Old, yeah, the old maid. But now they have to figure out, oh, and the dad was saying, like, he snuck out in the middle of the night to get food. He'll be fine. Don't worry about him. Yeah, it was, I don't know. That was a... <clears throat> I feel like nothing got resolved. Nothing was better. Everything's just... And maybe that was the point of the movie. Like, no matter hopes what we... Hopes and dreams. Whatever well, we the... do, everything's just hopes and dreams that we're all just going to end up in the same place regardless. Well, it, and I, I was wanting to say this before, but it's almost like that endless cycle type of feeling and probably the other premise of a parasite of just an endless cycle. Yeah. And I think to that point, it's just the whole thing, the rich stay rich, the poor stay poor. There's no getting out of that. You can dream you can dream about it, but it's just not going to happen. Unless you, win the, unless you win the squid games. Yes. <laughs> the only way out it's also korean oh my god plot twist the son is the main actor in squid games that'd be great they kind of look the same too (laughs) i have yet to see squid games well no they kind of do they're kind of both like tall skinny they're tallish and skinny you know that they say that there's like a thing in your brain that like helps you distinguish one human being from another human being really and that like we have trouble doing that with animals like all most of the dogs are all going to look mostly the same i wonder if dogs have that same problem well, they th- can notice us though i think they they can they, they notice see, our scent they see each other differently okay like it's easier for us to like oh you look different you know yeah i could see that but that's the movie um but nothing, we kind of jumped around but nothing was like resolved right that's no. kind of like my point like we didn't have an ending whether it was Happy or sad, it was just kind of... It was hopeful. False hopeful. Yeah. Depressing. Yeah. At the end, I did kind of think that the family did buy the house, but you're right, Devo, that was a daydream. Yep. 
Which would be badass if he could have bought the house. But I mean, the dad's going to be dead by then. Let's be real. <laughs> Most likely. So. But for our next episode, what are we reviewing? Are we the Eminem song next episode? <laughs> or is that a Dre song? Is that Dr. Dre or Eminem? Next episode, I, I, which one is that? It's I, actually on the Chronic 2002 or whatever. Well, then it would have been on both. It was right? on Dre. It was Dre's. But yeah. So, Diva, what are we? What are we reviewing next in true Halloween fashion? In true Halloween fashion, we are going to be reviewing Nightmare on Elm Street Three: Dream Warriors. So, if you haven't seen it already, definitely go check it out, and we will be doing a review on that next week. Devo, can you find like a B-rate horror film for your pick? Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, I, I really I mean, want to watch like a dog shit horror film. Just damn pick it, because I, I was thinking of Baba Duke, but uh, okay. that's not necessarily B-rate. Okay, we can do that one. That's fair. So, yeah, definitely uh, check out next week. Thank you guys for listening. Any closing thoughts, guys? Don't be a parasite. Go- <laughs> yeah, don't be a parasite, but also go check out Parasite. Or be a parasite. Yeah, fuck it. DGAF. Thanks for listening. Keep it neat, friends. (laughs)